Hello, everyone. Welcome to Money Minute with Margarita. I am so excited for today's episode with my friends and founder and managing partner of Connected Consultants, John Morgan. Welcome, John. We are so excited to have you. Thank you so much, Rita. You know, I always enjoy getting together with you and talking about financial topics and personal items. And so uh, it's absolutely a pleasure and I appreciate you having me. So we are going to talk about connections and particularly tell us about Connected Consultants and how it came to be. Well, that is a long winding story, as most people know that know me. Started out in the restaurant business, actually. I, uh, As a younger guy, I you know, wasn't really pursuing college. I was a basketball player and, and fell into the restaurant business and, and ran around there for many, many years and got into restaurant management eventually, and then opened my own restaurant here in Florida called Tequila Sunrise Mexican Cafe. We were pretty successful with that. And I utilized, you know, some of my strengths, which is, you know, getting people uh, to show up at events. Uh, when I was younger, I was the guy that people would call for the parties and get people excited and, and make sure that we had people show up. And so I utilized those strengths in the restaurant business, you know, shaking hands, kissing babies, making recommendations. I love food. I love people. And so that was a natural fit for me. Um, but I did that for about five years, ended up selling to my partner as I was starting to um, to have a family and my firstborn Alexandra. And so I sold in 2000 and fell into financial services. One of my friend's cousins was working for Edward Jones at the time and loved it. And it sounded great. And turns out I'm super spontaneous. And so it sounded amazing. You know, I was going to have my own office, my own assistant, et cetera. And so that's where I got started in, in financial services. And I did that for 17 years. I went independent in June of 04. And so I was trying to grow a branch. And so I've kind of, you know, lived the advisor life for a long time. And I know how difficult it can be and, and how hard it can be to be out there prospecting and do all these things and figure out, you know, what's working, what's not working. And, and so when I sold my practice a few years back, I felt like I had a lot to offer both, you know, struggles that I had, you know, mistakes that I made, and then also be able to highlight, you know, platforms and technologies that I felt would be really helpful for advisors to grow their practice, to prospect better and to grow something really amazing. And, and that's kind of how Connected Consultants was born. Thank you for that. And I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge business DNA, natural behavior discovery, workplace operations, and discovering one's unique talents. In fact, I'm going to read this. I wrote this about you. There is no shortage of consultants in the financial advice profession. John truly understands the nuances of the investment advisory industry. He takes the time to listen to the needs and concerns of his clients. I found the DNA behavior assessment data enlightening and helpful. His guidance helped me appreciate my strengths and recognize my blind spots in a constructive and meaningful way. And 
I do give you my highest recommendation. It really helped me. So I want you to share this opportunity to talk about the DNA discovery process and business DNA. And I think that's played a huge role in you founding Connected Consultants. Yes. Uh, first of all, I really, uh, you know, I'm blushing here as, as you read that to me. And I really appreciate that recommendation, you know, from somebody like yourself that's, you know, so knowledgeable about financial services and is doing so many great things in the industry. And so thank you so much for that. And absolutely, I would also be remiss in not mentioning the DNA behavior assessment and how it helped me see some of my strengths, my abilities, blind spots, tendencies, and understand how natural behavior plays a part in our everyday life all day, every day, because it's happening in our unconscious brain without any real input from ourselves. Our brain is designed to protect us and makes a lot of our decisions for us without us being involved. And so it's really important to kind of understand where you're going under stress and duress in particularly. And for me, I'm a high spontaneous, high risk taker. And so I can look back throughout my life and see where that spontaneity and, and no fear of taking risks had me making decisions without thoroughly thinking through how it would affect me in the long term. And so I kept running to the same speed bumps over and over. And so when I sold my practice a few years back, I took the assessment. I started seeing all of these things about myself that I wish I had learned 30 years ago. So I tell people, God, man, the sooner you can get to understanding these things, the better, because it's going to benefit you both personally and professionally forever. So that's the first thing. And then the second thing was, I had to learn some hard lessons. You know, I have an ease to communicate directly and candidly and under duress. Sometimes that would come out in a way that wasn't very pleasant. And so what I had to realize about that is that, you know, I didn't matter whether I was right or wrong in what I was saying, but if I didn't say it in a way that the other person could receive it, I ended up hurting feelings unnecessarily. And at the end of the day, that hurts me in the long run. And so that was a hard lesson that I learned, but it was a valuable lesson. And so again, it was great to learn my strengths. And those are, you know, connecting people, helping people. I love to do that. And so that was one of the other things that I wanted to focus on for the rest of my life is, you know, doing things that I enjoy. And so connected consultants could kind of fill all of those needs and desires, you know, the desire to help folks, to help advisors, to help firms, to connect folks where that made sense, developing partnerships, anything like that, you know, made sense for me to pursue. And then on top of it, running my own business, which I've done for decades, it gives me the flexibility to also do my volunteer work, which I also really enjoy. I work with LifeNet for Families here, helping the homeless communities, which I'm really passionate about, as well as the American Red Cross and some other things as well. And so, you know, that's how DNA helped me was kind of figuring out, you know, what was hurting me and getting in the way of me doing my best work. And I couldn't be more grateful for that. Thank you for that. And I love what you said, how they are learnings, not mistakes. 
because they're mistakes if you don't do anything about it. <laughs> but this distinction is really important. So what would you say to all the naysayers about these assessments and DNAs? How can they really help people? Well, first and foremost, having greater self-awareness is so powerful. You know, we hear so much about showing up as your authentic selves, right? And, and that sounds great. But if you don't know yourself really well and you don't know your blind spots, they're called blind spots for a reason. It's not because you can see them clearly and you know what they are. It's because they're part of our makeup. And natural behavior is set in stone by the age of three and doesn't change much throughout your lifetime. And so as a leader, as a human, as somebody looking to pursue a career, why wouldn't you want to know your natural strengths and abilities, your blind spots, your biases, you know, your communication style, you know, all of those things that could both enhance your, your career, but then also get you to see potential areas where you could stumble. And it doesn't mean that you can change it because it is natural behavior. It's not going anywhere, but to be able to understand it and know when it's happening and be able to modify behaviors that might be getting in the way is extremely helpful. So 100%, I tell people you've got to get in tune with your natural behavior. It'll help you in so many ways, both personally and professionally. And I have a lot of recommendations that say exactly that. And so that's what I would say to the naysayers is, you know, give it a try, see what you think for yourself. I've never had anybody walk away and think, oh, God, that was a waste of time. So that's what I would say. I love that response. And I know for me, it was really helpful. And it is helpful. Not only was it helpful, but it is helpful. I know one of my strengths is on sympathetic, relationship-driven, supporting, caring. That's all great. But I also probably am a little bit too patient and too trusting. So these are all strengths, but they can also be blind spots too. So yes. I feel like I should just come clean and share. Yes, I'm patient, <laughs> caring, kind is great. However, no buts here. However, yeah. it's really important that I recognize it because sometimes I might give too much of myself. So I have to be better about setting boundaries. Yes, you hit the nail on the head. We talk about that a lot at DNA Behavior is uh, even a strength overplayed can become a weakness uh, or a blind spot. And so you hit the nail on the head there. That's absolutely right. Um, and that and that is one of the areas that I just love. And 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 we've partnered with one of the coaches over there that uh, we're now doing leadership development programs, team uh, offsites. It's absolutely fascinating to see teams start to realize all the stories they've been making up about each other are completely wrong, and that it's just misdiagnosed behavioral differences that cause a lot of the friction in the workplace. So you can imagine, you know, somebody being a super introvert and then somebody else being a super extrovert and they operate completely the opposite. The extrovert, when they have a problem, they want to deal with it right away. They want to talk about it. They want to be in your face. They want to put it behind them where the introvert, that's the last thing they want to do. They want to run and hide from you, have time to reflect and think through it and then come back and deal with you when they're ready. And so just uncovering just basic 
differences like that can make all the difference and open up new lines of communication and dialogue and trust can start to redevelop. And I've seen it firsthand and it's fascinating and more teams should be out there doing that. And so that's one of our partners is Ridgeline Coaching, who offers all these types of programs, again, starting with self-awareness and leadership development. Rita, if you don't mind, because you are an advisor and because your audience is a lot of advisors, I would be remiss in not mentioning one of my favorite clients, which is a state guru. You know, they, when I first saw the technology and the ability for advisors to be able to do in house estate planning, it blew me away. It made me think even to get back into the business as an advisor because. I could see how easy it would be to lead with the state planning versus talking about, you know, investments, insurance, et cetera. And especially with advisors early in their career, when they're dealing with imposter syndrome, they don't know enough about stocks, bonds, and mutual funds to really talk too intelligently about it. And what a great way to be able to help them lead with the state planning, talk about, you know, adult children, pets, you know, what can happen when you don't have a will in place with your homes and properties and probate and and some of these other topics that are top of mind for families, but always get put off for another day in the future, which we both know is not guaranteed. And so I definitely wanted to mention that because I think that advisors that can start leading with estate planning today are going to be growing amazing successful businesses while the going is good and while the most of advisors out there are not doing that. So it gives you a great way to differentiate yourself out there in the marketplace. It's really important to take the opportunity to engage and connect with your client's extended family. And what I love about this process is it is very meaningful and not threatening. We all care about people. That's right. Absolutely. And and connecting, like you said, with that next generation is really important. We have that $84 trillion wealth transfer that's supposed to happen over the next 10, 20 years. And if you haven't started developing relationships with the next generation, you're going to be experiencing a good amount of asset flight going forward. And that's something that we all want to avoid. And the way to do that is to start making those connections today. And a state guru is a great bridge to enable you to do just that. Now, here's the opportunity for you to share your website, social media handles, and how people can get in touch with you. Okay, great. So you can uh, find a Connected Consultants at Connected Consultants with an SLLC.com. That's our website. You can reach me directly at John at Connected Consultants with an SLLC.com. My Twitter handle is Connect N, the letter N, Consult. So you can reach me there. And my LinkedIn is John Morgan Connected Consultants. Well, thank you so much for spending money minutes with Margarita. 